Welcome to the Bobcast. We are back. Uh, we're six weeks into the NFL season. Things are starting to take shape. Uh, we got teams that really are out of it all, already. And uh, yeah, it was another great week for fantasy as well. Uh, we will go over last week's NFL games, uh, go over our fantasy matchups last week. Then do a little screw you, Brad, and uh, finish off what it looks like next week. So with that, let's go to the NFL recap. All right, time for week six of the NFL. We start with Thursday night with a real stinker as the Commanders took on the Bears. If you were looking for offense, it wasn't there. Justin Fields, 14 for 27. That's right, 14 completions. One TD. Meanwhile, Carson Wentz broke his thumb. It is now time for Heineke. The Commanders were still able to pull this off with four field goals to win 12-7. Next, we head to the 1 o'clock slot with the 49ers-Falcons. 49ers are the walking wounded. Their defense was completely decimated, and the Falcons took advantage. Jimmy Garoppolo, 29 for 41 in two TDs, but wasn't even close, as Huntley on the... Carolina side was able to rack up 59 yards. Marcus Mariota keeps going going and throwing TD passes. And Kyle Pitts even got into the fun as the Falcons win this one 28-14. Next we go to the Patriots Browns. Browns are just trying to make it till Deshaun comes back, but it looks further and further away as the Patriots come in with Zappy. That's right. Don't be mad. Get Zappy. As he throws for 309 yards and two TDs, Patriots are able to stuff the Browns 38-15. to Next, we go to Jets-Packers. Packers off of tough loss against the Giants come in back to Lambeau against the lowly Jets, right? Wrong. The Jets took advantage of this right away, taking advantage of a soft Green Bay defense as Brees Hall was able to run for 116 yards and one TD. Aaron Rodgers still working out this offense as it looks clunky as ever with 246 yards and one TD. The Jets are able to seal this one, 27-10. Next, we go to the Jaguars-Colts. It was high-scoring affair, and I am actually not being sarcastic as the Jaguars went to go run the ball down the Colts' throat. Travis ATM led the way, 10 carries, 86 yards. But Matt Ryan had other things to say as they made a fourth quarter comeback scoring 15. Matt Ryan with 389 yards, three TDs. The Colts were able to win this one, 34-27. Vikings, Dolphins. It was Teddy Bridgewater at the helm for the Dolphins and they were struggling all the way. Tyree Kill still had 177 yards, but that Dolphins offense just couldn't pull together as the Vikings put a... Big drives together with Dalvin Cook, 77 yards, 1 TD, as the Vikings are able to win 24-16. Next, we go to the Bengals, Saints, Bengals, Joe Burrow, and Jamar Chase returning to the Super Bowl 
Superdome since the last time they were there in the national championship. And they picked up where they left off. Joe Burrow threw for 300 yards, three TDs. Jamar Chase, 132 yards and two TDs. As the Bengals offense got rolling, Saints were still able to hang on, fighting to the end, but just couldn't do enough. As the Bengals take this one, 30-26. Ravens versus Giants. The Ravens took control of this one early, going up 20-10. to 10, But the Ravens continue their fourth quarter struggles as the Giants score 14 late as, uh, as they are able to take this one 24-20 as the Giants move to 5-1 and one and the Ravens to 3-3. Three and three. Next, Buccaneers-Steelers. This should have been an easy one, but Tom Brady continues to struggle with that offense as they gave up sack after sack and pressure after pressure. Tom Brady let the offensive line know how he felt. The Steelers were able to push this one, even with Kenny Pickett going out and Mitch Trubisky coming back in. Steelers win 22-18. Next, we go to... Panthers, Rams, the Panthers, after firing Matt Rule, trying to pull it together. You have arguments on the sideline. You have just all-around sloppy play, and the Rams able to get a bounce-back game, 24-10. Seahawks, Cardinals, Seahawks on a little roll here as the Cardinals are struggling on offense. Kyler Murray, only 222 yards and one interception. As the Seahawks are able to still pull through as they move to 3-3, taking this one 19-9. The marquee game on that afternoon slate, Bills, Chiefs. It was a back-and-forth battle starting off very slow. Both teams going into halftime with 10, but then you saw... The Bills start to figure it out. Patrick Mahomes still had 338 yards, two DDs, but it was the Bills who pulled through at the end. Stephon Diggs, 148 yards and one TD as the Bills win 24-20. And we had this Sunday night game as the Dallas Cowboys came into Philadelphia. When you have Meek Mill performing live before the game starts, you know, Cowboys, you have already lost. Eagles jumped out to a 20-3 lead, but the Cowboys feisty. He bounced right back in it, but the Eagles able to put it away late as they take this one 26-17. Finally, our Monday night Broncos Chargers. Broncos offense is horrid. The fact that they keep being on primetime standalone games is just absolutely brutal. Put them on one, 1 o'clock and let them die for the love of God. The Chargers were able to pull this one in OT. Both teams not looking great, but Justin Herbert... 238 yards, one TD, pretty sloppy as the Broncos' defense is elite. Their offense stinks. Chargers win 19-16. And that was the NFL this week. Let's see what happened in fantasy. All right, we move into fantasy. And we start with Keep F1 out of the podcast versus Hey Elliot, new ride, yeah? It was a low-scoring affair for Keep F1 out of the Bobcast, but they were able to pull this one out, 105-86. Tom Brady with only 15 points. He is dipping down and just not that starter. But Cooper Cup with 13, Jefferson 13, and Barkley with 17. It was the big one with Stevenson with 23 points against the Brown. Meanwhile, on the other hand, other side, Kenny Pickett is, hey, Elliot, new ride, yeah, waits for 
Tua Tungalavoa to come back. Kenny Pickett with only 10 points. A.J. Brown, 15. Thielen, 13. Eckler, 19. But Chubb was disappointing with 7 points. And Disley, only 1.7. That's right, F1. Keep F1 out of the Bobcast. 105 to 86. Next, we go to took that Saudi money versus no small boy stuff. No small boy stuff came in firing hard with the high score of the week, 130 points to 96 points. It was not close even from the beginning. Patrick Mahomes, 25 points. Stefan Diggs, another 25 points. Christian McCaffrey, 19 Dale Henderson, 12. Lazard, 15. It was just an absolute slaughter. Jamar Jackson only putting up 28 point, 19 points. Jamar Chase being the high scorer with 28. But when you have a point five from, from Wilson, that is brutal. As there continue to be low scores with took that Saudi money, Saudi money that continued to hurt as small, no snowboy stuff takes this one, 130 to 96. Next, we go to four aces versus ring season. Another one that wasn't too close as four aces got their mojo back, scoring 127 points and ring season, 94 points. Josh Allen put up 32 points, but across the board for ring season, the normal scores weren't there. Chris Godwin, 12 points. DK, 4 points. Joe Mixon, 14. And Singletary, 12. You packed in with another 1 from Kareem Hunt and 8 from McPearson. It is not going to get the job done. Meanwhile, on the other side, Jimmy G still threw for 20. Got 22 points up there. And Kamara coming in big with 15. And Brees Hall, the newly acquired Brees Hall, 19 points. Mark Andrews, 20. As four aces takes this one, 127 to 94. Next, we go to Matt's Majestic Team to doing it for the brothers. As Matt's Majestic Team came into this winless, desperately needing a win, and it came through with the big pickup of the week being Jackson, Indianapolis's third string running back, getting the carries with 23 points. Meanwhile, Kirk Cousins able to put up 20, Tyree Kill 23, and Suck Up with 14. That is going to be a great score, especially when you're winless to 18. Meanwhile, and doing it for the brothers, it was across the board bad. Kyler Murray, Murray only 15 points. Christian Kirk, 8 Drake London, 5. Brian Robinson, 12. After being shot, coming back. That was the high point for the team because outside of that, it was pretty brutal with Jacksonville getting negative 1 points. Matt's Majestic Team takes this one, 118 to 69. That's right, 69. Next, we go to Fred Beldman versus Ball So Hard. It looked like it was going to be a close one. With Ball So Hard able to pull this one out, Fred Beldman has one of the hard scoring weeks uh, that is imaginable Geno Smith at quarterback with only 12 points Sutton with only two points Mike Evans six points Dalvin Cook 14 Zeke Elliott 15 but it was another three from Goddard and two from Green Bay's defense it was brutal meanwhile other side ball so hard big returns from Michael Pittman with 19 points and Daryl Mooney with 10 points Russell Wilson squeezing out 15 points ball so hard able to win this one to move to two and four 88 to 68 Finally, we have South Peel versus Kyler Study Hall. It was a close one. Kyler Study Hall needing a win desperately. 
South Peel looked like they were going to win this one, going in the final game with Justin Herbert and Mike Williams left. Meanwhile, Tyler Study Hall having only the tight end Everett left. Up 12 points. It should have been done. Nope. Justin Herbert only scored 9 points. Mike Williams, 2 points. Meanwhile, you got another 5 from Everett. That's right. Kyler Study Hall able to pull this one 97 to 94. All right. Let's head over to the standings right now. We have in first place Keep F1 out of the Bobcast at 5 and 1 with. Uh, 706 points next we move to four and two with no small boy stuff leading the pack with 693 points followed by ring season at four and two at 670 points finished up with hey elliot new ride yeah at four and two with 638 points meanwhile we move to number five to then three and three starting with took that Saudi money with 693 points Four aces followed that up with 685 points at three and three. At the seven spot, doing it for the brothers at three and three with 585 points. Fred Beldman at three and three with 543 points. Look, something out here is not like the others. At the nine spot at two and four, Kyler Study Hall with 639 points. That is a rough way to start the season. South Peel at number 10 with two and four with 585 points. Next at 11, not last, ball so hard with two wins, two and four with 435 points. And rounding it up, finally getting their first win, Matt's Majestic Team one and five with 525 points. There were no new trades to analyze. I don't think. I'm pretty sure Cabe and, uh, Cabe and Brad's trade already came through last Bobcast. So uh, we have that down. And uh, it looks like Brad is the only one using messages as well. So if you guys want to look at messages, um, go ahead. Brad is uh, posting because he doesn't have an iPhone. So with that, let's go to Scro- Screw You Brad. All right, this week on Screw You, Brad, I am not going to talk about F1. F1 season is pretty boring this year. It was kind of quiet, especially at the end. Max Verstappen took the title last week or last race in Japan, so that's decided. Uh, Ferrari really screwed up this year. They're terrible. Uh, Mercedes started finding it. They're going to come in third, which is an upset, and uh, Daniel Ricciardo is out of F1 next year, what it looks like. So that is the F1, but I want to talk about NFL owners because last week the story came out about uh, Snyder and the commanders and what's been going on in the background. Everyone has been wondering why he still has this team. Uh, He's being investigated by Congress. He's being investigated by the NFL. There's leaked emails. There's sexual harassment. There's unbelievable stories. There's lawsuits. You just name it, it is terrible. You've got a stadium that's falling apart. You can't get a new stadium because neither Maryland or Virginia really wants them. He wants to take the team all the way down to Fredericksburg, Virginia, which who knows how you get down there for a game. Uh, It's just an absolute mess. Well, it comes out that apparently Snyder had hired hired a... uh, 
uh, an investigator to pull up dirt on other NFL owners. The one owner that was always backing Snyder and thought was friends was Jerry Jones. Well, looks like Snyder's got a whole file on him. As Snyder has let it be known to people around him that if they try and take the team from him, everyone's going down with him. He is going to blow up the NFL. He quoted, don't F with me. I will kill them all. It is absolutely crazy. He is backed into a corner. It is the worst one run franchise. It is problem after problem. Came out that he was uh, he was capping off, uh, taking off the top of money that was supposed to be in the shared revenue, cheating other owners out. Other owners have had it. This was uh, this article had thirteen owners that were anonymously quoted. All of them saying they would vote for him to be out. Uh, it is. One of those things you think is coming, Jim Ursay, of course, came out saying he was willing to vote out Snyder. And, of course, Ursay says that because every bad thing that he's ever done is in the public. You can look it up. So uh, he's got nothing to worry about. So why not get rid of this guy? But it is bad for business. Right now, NFL owners are in a bad spot. And meanwhile, you also get stories being leaked out as this week is the quarterly meetings. And there was a vote on get giving Roger Goodell a new contract. The vote came in 31 to 1. The one lone no was Jerry Jones as he doesn't like how, uh, how Goodell is com- uh, compensated. Well, apparently him and Mr. Kraft got in it. And uh, I will, once again, uh, refrain language because I know this is a family podcast. As he said, don't F with me. And Mr. Kraft responded, excuse me. And Jerry Jones quickly came back as don't mess with me. Uh, It is just a bunch of billionaires going at each other. Uh, tension is high. Of course, you got a new group of owners uh, coming in. The Panthers being bought by billionaire. The big one being the Denver Broncos that were bought, bought by the uh, Walmart family. You've got huge money coming in. It is no longer the NFL that it's these old family businesses that are just passed down. This is all they have. You've got real money coming in here where someone like the Broncos can outspend on everything because it is just a drop in the bucket for them. And the NFL is faced with what they're going to do with Snyder. Bezos has been sniffing around for a franchise the past, I don't know, five years. Um, the Commanders has come up at, on one of those. Uh, the NFL's got to make a decision on Snyder soon. Of course, every Commanders fan, Elliot, will test once this team sold, but are very doubtful of what it could happen. It sounds like, though, that owners are getting frayed. It is getting to the point where they don't even care that if their dirty laundry comes out, they just want this over. And with these new owners coming in and these franchises coming up, becoming multi-billion dollar uh, businesses, it is it is imperative the NFL fix this problem as soon as they can. Personally, I think that Snyder is going to be forced to sell the team. One way or another, this is becoming unattainable, and he there's going to be enough power in the NFL to get him moving. So in the meantime, we look at the owners and laugh at the, the billionaires arguing with each other and dropping F-bombs in the middle of meetings, but there is a big business here in the NFL, and they don't want to screw it up 
Let's see if they're able to pull this off and not screw up the great thing they have. So with that, let's look forward to next week's fantasy matchups. All right, let's get to next this week's matchups. Uh, the Thursday night game between the Cardinals and Saints is about to kick off, so you're getting a preview without seeing what happens in that game. We're going to start with Brad Bell- Beldman in do- against doing it for the brothers, both projected at 103 right now. This is going to be a tight one, and it's a big game with Kyler Murray playing tonight for doing it for his brothers. Now, everyone remember... Buys are in full effect. Buys are making a different, a lot difference. A lot of teams are on buy now, and it looks like Fred Bellman is dealing with it as Dallas Goddard and Dalvin Cook and Allen Robinson are all on buys this week, which makes it a little harder. Looks like he is going with Geno Smith at quarterback over uh, Trevor Lawrence last week. That didn't work out. Geno Smith against the Chargers um, and Trevor Lawrence against the Giants. Uh, It's really split 50-50. So uh, we'll see if the gamble plays off. Uh, Cortland Sutton against the Jets. I don't love. He's going to be guarded by uh, Sauce Gardner, who killed it last week. Mike Evans against Carolina. I think that's going to be a get-right game for them. Uh, Zeke Elliott against Detroit. I like Detroit. Has offense, but no defense. Uh, And Josh Jacobs against Houston. Meanwhile, on doing it for the brothers. Kyler Murray, as I said, big. Christian Kirk against the Giants this week. Uh, Curtis Samuel against Green Bay. Uh, Derek Henry, Indianapolis, Damian Pierce, and of course, Brian Robinson and the flex spot. I am going with Fred Bellman to win this one against doing it for the brothers as Fred Bellman will move to four and three and doing it for the brothers three and four. Next, we go to Matt's majestic team against Kyler study hall. Both of these guys need wins to keep this going. Matt's majestic team is not looked at his team yet because he's got zeros all over the places only projected at 57 points meanwhile Kyler study hall at 112 looking at the bench oh this is bad this is really bad um yeah so cousins on a bye uh Devontae smith on a bye ish smith on a bye um then you got kelly uh uh, on the Chargers, who is hurt for zero. You got Jaron Williams on IR. Matt, you can put him in IR and pick up in the roster spot. I have no idea how you've been in this league this long and you haven't haven't figured that out. Put him in IR and then you can add someone else in that roster spot. Let's, let's get this rolling here. You can do that. Knox is on a bye. So I am going with Kyler Study Hall to win this one pretty convincingly against Matt's Majestic team. Next, we go to Four Aces versus South Peel. Four Aces projected 1-6, South 16. South Peel projected at 110. Justin Herbert against Seattle. 
Mike Williams against Seattle. They have to have a get-right game. I think they do. Brandon Ayuk has been uh, okay this year. He's against Kansas City. Uh, they are not good with yards after catch, so that could be a possibility. Leonard Fournette against Carolina should be great in a get-right get game. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, he should have a big game unless San Francisco gets some guys back on defense. Meanwhile, we got Jared Goff going against the Dallas defense. I don't love that. Uh, Debo against Kansas City's defense. Uh, Devontae Adams in Houston. He should have a big game. Kamara in Arizona and Brees Hall at Denver. That's a big defense. I like South Peel's matchups this week. I say South Peel takes this one against four aces. Next, we go to keep one F1 out of the Bobcast against ring season. This should have been a big one, but we've got by galore. Big one being for ring season. Josh Allen out this week. It looks like Derek Carr will try and fill in, but he is playing Houston. That's the good news. Chris Godwin against Carolina. Again, a get-right game. T. Higgins against Atlanta. Mixon against Atlanta. Uh, yeah, it should be interesting. I love Kenneth Walker against uh <clears throat> The Chargers. Meanwhile, on the other hand, Tom Brady, get right game against Carolina. Tampa Bay, I'm looking at them everywhere. I think that offense is going to go off. I think that's big. Waddle against Pitt should be good, especially if Tua's back. Uh, He loves Tua. Uh, Tanio Pierce has been a pleasant surprise with Indianapolis uh, against Tennessee. We'll see what he does. I'm sure he's in there because of buys. Uh, And then Saquon Barkley against Jacksonville continues to battle that shoulder, but he fights through, so should be decent. Uh, And Stevenson against Chicago, uh, he should have a big game. Yes, Justin Jefferson on by, Cooper Cup on by. even with that, I think F, keep F1 out of the Bobcast beats ring season on this one, even in by hell to move to six and one. Meanwhile, ring season to four and three. Next, we go to no small boy stuff and hey, Elliot, new ride. Yeah, the battle of four and twos. Right now, it's projected 92. No small boy stuff. The 111. Hey, Elliot, new ride. Uh, looks like no small boy stuff has not adjusted for the buys yet. Uh, again, oh my goodness, this is by hell right now. Um, oh, this is really bad. Wow, I am just pulling up all sorts of things here. You don't have another running back, and you need to get that fixed, Phil. Um, Pat Mahomes against San Francisco, I think will be well. Duvernay against Cleveland should do good. Uh, Baltimore needs needs to win that one. Uh, Christian McCaffrey against Tampa Bay, I think he is going to go down. Meanwhile, on the other side, Hel- hey, Elliot, new ride, yeah. Uh, Tua should be back. Uh, Keenan Allen should be back. Uh, Eckler against Seattle should be good. Uh, Chubb, uh, Baltimore stinks at the pass, but they're good at the run. So I'm not sure how well Chubb is going to do. Uh, but I think that, hey, Elliot, new ride. Yeah, beats no small boy stuff on this one. Uh, as, hey, Elliot, new ride. Yeah, moves to five and two. And no small boy stuff moves to four and three. And finally, we got took that Saudi money against ball so hard. Uh, right now, it's projected 112. Took that Saudi money to 92. A ball so hard. Ball so hard. This isn't sarcastic. That's definitely the most you've been projected this year. Uh, you're pulling it together. Um, 
It'll, this one will be interesting. Uh, right now, we have Lamar Jackson against Cleveland. Again, Lamar needs the, that game badly. Uh, Jamar Chase against Atlanta. Hopefully, that goes well. Uh, Terry McLaurin against Green Bay's defense. I love that one, especially with Heineke back. Heineke loves McLaurin. Uh, and DeAndre Swift, still questionable, projected 13. We'll see if he comes through. Meanwhile, other side, Russell Wilson, projected 21. I don't think he's going to get that. I think Russell Wilson is really bad and annoying, uh, and Jets defense looks pretty decent. I don't think, I think he's gets 15 this this week. Michael Pittman with the big week last week, uh, could be continued. Uh, Gibson with Robinson back. Gibson's really going to struggle. I don't think he's going to get as many touches, uh, so I don't think it's going to go well there. There. Um, and White, again, it's going to, if Leonard Fournette gets hurt, it's going to be great. But for right now, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take, took that Saudi money uh, for the win over Ball so hard. So with that, that's another Bobcast this week. Thank you guys for listening. Love you and peace out.